It's Murphy Houston. Welcome back to Mile High Magazine. And happy Sunday, everybody. We hope things are going well for you. And today I'm very excited to talk about this guest and what this guy's doing with a lot of people that are helping children in health needs. I've got Mark Pestel, who's the founder and volunteer executive director of an organization called Arrow Angel. Mark, good morning. Morning, Murphy. Thanks for coming on. And I, I got to tell you, like so many people, I get the honor to talk to such as yourself that deal with nonprofits. I've never heard of Arrow Angel, and maybe a lot of our listeners this morning have not. So what is Arrow Angel? Please explain. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Murphy, for having me on. Um, so uh, Arrow Angel is a aviation nonprofit, and we help seriously ill children get to and from distant life-saving medical care all on private jets at no cost to the families. With a, We use a crew of volunteer professional pilots. And, and these are flights reserved for kids that can't fly like on United or Southwest because maybe they have no immune system, they got medical equipment. Um, we're not doing air ambulance flights, but we've taken some very seriously ill children, uh, maybe have no immune system, say out to Boston Children's Hospital, uh, otherwise, um, you know, across, across the country. We do flights all across the country, not just for... Uh, uh, children in Colorado, but um, uh, all across the all across the country. So we're a unique aviation charity in that sense. Well, and you're not just putting these uh, youngsters and their families on propeller planes. These are really nice private type jets, jets, aren't they? They are. We've been you know very fortunate to have um, whether it's private jet owners or even Fortune thousand companies uh, donate flights for us. Um, and so yeah, it's just it's just the safest way for these kids to go. They can <clears throat> literally show up, uh, walk um, from their cars that that you know the, the vehicle may come up plane side. They can just walk right on, um, get on, and we're like airborne in in ten minutes. And the same on the other side when they arrive. Um, maybe there's an ambulance, maybe there, there's just another vehicle right there. So they, they are not um, uh, in front of any other, any other folks um, on the trip. So how do you get these folks or these companies to donate their planes? Do they hear about you? Do you reach out to them? How does that work? Um, so, yeah, we, we're raising our visibility on social media. We've actually picked up a few uh, jet donors that way, but uh, we reach out to individual uh, jet owners. Um, I know a lot of pilots um, in, in the area, but, um, yeah, we're just um, let them know about our flight program and that even like one flight a year could be uh, very beneficial to a family that has no other way to get their child to distant medical care. And the folks that donate their planes, is that like a tax deduction to them? Yeah, they can they can uh, have um, some charitable uh, tax deduction depending on their individual individual situation. Obviously. So, how many flights do you think you're doing each year? So we did almost seventy last year. Uh, we could have done um, probably over a hundred had we had more resources. Uh, we've done over two hundred and fifty um, since uh, the organization started, and and I think we could be easily in the next few years doing two hundred and fifty flights. Um, I like to say that uh, we're building a hospital at the same time we're doing surgery at the construction site. So we need, you know, more resources to, to do more flights. Um, but but we're seeing a lot of favor with the aviation community and, and other folks to make this program um, even more successful. Well, it sounds outstanding. And all the folks that work with Aero Angel, are they all volunteers, pilots, people that help coordinate the flights? How does that work? 
So we have a, a great team. Um, I'm the volunteer executive director. We have a, a, volu- uh, a, a, a contractor who's a vi- uh, flight coordinator. We have a special projects director who's a full-time employee. And then some other volunteers, like our book- bookkeeper, who's been a volunteer for 11 years, 12 years. And then, of course, we rely on um, uh, volunteer professional pilots to, to do our flights and, and a lot of other folks, ground support, board of directors, et cetera. Well, that's fantastic. Do you need more volunteers? Can people like reach out and help in some way, shape, or form? Definitely. Um, like I said we're we're trying to grow the program, so there's a lot of areas. Um, um, you know, whether it be just helping us out on social media or events. Um, you know, we're looking at trying to do a couple of events uh, this year again. Um, so no, there's a, there's a lot of opportunity, and and obviously a lot of people have unique skill sets that that uh, even if it's a few hours a week or something like that that could be beneficial that would be great so they go to your website which i believe is aeroangel.org is that correct yeah aeroangel.org okay anything you want to do there to help out is is surely needed and i was looking also on that website some of the hospitals you deal with and have over the years you've been around are these are top-notch children's hospitals including our own uh, Children's Hospital of Colorado. You work with the Adventist Littleton Adventist Hospital, but all over the country, you guys go, don't you? We do. I think maybe the top destination spot right now is Boston Children's Hospital. They have a great um, um, uh, cardiac surgery program for kids. Um, earlier this month, we were we did a flight for a young man um, who was battling leukemia, uh, being treated at Lucille Packard Children's Hospital in Palo Alto. He needed to do one day of infusion therapy at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. So earlier this week, um, we actually went out to San Jose. Um, picked him up, and on the on the way out to, to Cincinnati, we stopped in Denver, and we had another family uh, who came up on a private jet with a son, um, Jude, who was um, five, and he needed to go to surgery in Columbus, Ohio. So we dropped um, uh, Giovanni off in Cincinnati Children's, went on to Columbus and overnighted, and then uh, waited a day to pick Giovanni up and brought him back to San Jose um, a couple days later. Um, so, so yeah, we're, we're, we're reaching out to kind of all the, the big hospitals in, in the country. There's over 250 children's hospitals in the country. And, um, you know, even if we did one flight a year for each of them, that would be a lot of flights. So. Holy cow, you guys uh, you could start your own airline. I mean, you're like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going everywhere. Holy cow. Well, how many kids do you think you've been able to help over the years here, Mark? Oh, I mean, it, it runs into, you know, several hundred um, easily, and then obviously the family, and then it, it makes a tremendous impact just even because obviously the, the family dynamics change when there's a child that's ill, and, you know, it's one thing to go to a heart, have a heart surgery and, and then kind of walk away and be done with it, but some of these families are dealing with health issues for, for years on end, and it just um, is a huge burden that we can lift off of them by, you know, getting them to, you know, medical care safely um, and just kind of... Um, just an easy way to, to travel. So when you t- when you guys go, the people that donate the plane, do they pay for everything? Do they pay for the services, the fuel? And there can be a big expense with that. 
so um, yeah, we we um, you know some cases when I'm flying, um, I'm a, I'm a pilot as well, and so um, I'll fly as co-pilot on some of these jets, and so sometimes we're paying for some fuels, like the the the, the flight that we did um, earlier this month, um, we spent about thirteen thousand dollars, and some of that was fuel, some um, you know like hotel nights for the crew, meals, transportation, things like that. And in other cases, we get um, the full flight totally donated. In other cases, we're raising funds for our emergency flight fund when we have to go purchase a charter flight when maybe there's a donor that's that's not available. And so those charter flights um, can run anywhere from ten to $25,000 or more to, to get those done. That's a lot of money, but well worth it, isn't it? It is. Yeah, there's, there's a saying in the aviation uh, business that what, what makes planes fly and it's money. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. So talk more about the, the requirements for patients to be involved. You kind of touched on that early on in our conversation, why they can't fly commercial or maybe drive. Why is it a private type situation and what are the requirements for the children and the parents to be involved? Sure. So, so we basically look at a child's needs. Um, for instance, there's a, a program that Duke University has in Raleigh, Durham, to be able to give therapy to kids that are bubble boy kids, uh, complete the jaws that have no immune system. So these are kids that have lived in, you know, essentially in their house in in kind of a, um, a you know, figurative bubble, if you will. Um, and so they cannot get to this life-saving medical treatment, you know, without a private flight because they can't, you know, if they're um, more than a day's drive or something, they cannot go on the airlines just because they have no immune system. So we're looking at, and we'll talk to the, the physicians and get a, a letter of medical necessity to make sure that the child really needs the flight because um, we are the only group in the country doing these kind of flights on all private jets and no cost to the families. And then we also want to make sure that they're safe to fly on a private uh, private aircraft for the duration of the flight. Um, so, and again, we're not taking any um, kids that um, can't, um, you know, walk on and off the plane, although we've taken some very, very, um, you know, Ill, Ill children, and that's kind of their only way to, to get to medical care. I'll bet it's not. Uh, you can't really book these flights too close, I would think, because there's a lot of time involvement. How, how does that work out? Is it an emergency take place first over maybe a child that could wait a few extra days? That's got to be tough decisions. Yeah, typically we do have some flexibility, but um, we've done flights really on hours notice. I mean, um, our first uh, jet flight we we did in less than 24 hours. It was for um, a young gal um, who was discharged from a Denver hospital uh, with um, uh, terminal kidney disease. Um, she was being discharged from hospice, and uh, I called a friend with the jet, and uh, he said, hey, when do you want to do the flight? And he said, how about tomorrow, um, because she's not going to be here next week. And so we literally got uh, airborne um, 7 a.m. the next day, got her out to John Hopkins in Baltimore, and um, she, she walked out of the hospital about a month later. Oh, that's fantastic. You must have some wonderful, f- good feelings with what you're doing, huh, Mark? It, it's been an amazing faith journey over the last uh, 12 years. Yeah. Well, how do parents inquire about getting these flights? Do a, a doctor have to do it on their behalf, or can they go to your website and do it? So we've got a form on the website. Um, they can fill out, you know, give us all the information we need, and then we 
uh, follow up and and then also um, in some cases we'll talk to um, the physician just to make sure everything you know meets the criteria and and the children are safe to fly. We're getting referrals from yeah from our website from a lot of other passengers. Maybe they've got families that have like a certain um, disease health challenge and um, they post in a certain Facebook group for instance and you know the phone will start ringing. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Uh, Coming in and that so so there's and then we we get a lot of referrals from um, the social workers that uh, we work with at like Children's Hospital Colorado or Boston Children's um, you know all over, all over the country we're we're getting you know fairly well known in that respect. Well, that's great news. Go to arrowangel.org for that information. And as the information gets out, Mark, it's going to grow. What do you need to help? Do you need more airplanes? Do you need money from listeners? What can we do to help you? Sure. I think, yeah, growing our visibility has just helped in a number of ways. Like I said, we, you know, we've had folks reach out to, to support us, and, you know, financially. Our vision is to fund a um, dedicated uh, business jet to have basic Centennial aircraft that we could reach out, you know, anywhere in, in the country to do flights. So um, when we, because I, I can go through like a, a dozen jet owners even in this area and not, um, pick up a, a flight. And so to have a, a dedicated jet would mean we can not only reach out to, you know, hospitals, more hospitals to do flights because we've got the resource, but also, you know, just get a flight scheduled for a family so we know it's booked and we can go and then um, see if we can find, you know, backfill it with a, another jet donor, for instance. So that's, you know, the the, the jet we're looking at uh, is about a $10 million jet. We've had, we've been donated to other jets that we have since um, sold. Um, I, I kind of got the team put together uh, that was kind of more important to build a hospital in that. Yeah, and yeah. Our, now we're looking at um, um, the vision of having, you know, one or more jets to, you know, do flights all across the country. Well, it would make it a lot easier. And when you get these cases, you probably have to get on the phone and then find the plane. That could take some time. It does. We, we've got, uh, you know, a good jet donor base, several hundred folks that we put out um, emails uh, to. But, yeah, we do make a lot of calls and, and inquiries and do a lot of networking to just make folks aware of, of the program we have and the, the opportunity to help out with flights. Well, quickly, before I let you go, you mentioned earlier that you do fundraising events. What are we talking about here, and are there some coming up we can help you promote? Um, sure. I think we've got one scheduled uh, for August 19th uh, at the Blue Sky Gallery down at Centennial Airport. There'll be you know, information coming out um, on our website for that, so just um, stay in touch. We have, you know, it's a fun event. We have a bunch of um, aircraft out there, cars, and good food and fun and that, and folks can come out and say hi and learn about the program and um, even meet some of the families that we've done uh, flights for as well. That's a great thing. It's Mark Pestel from Aero Angel. He's the volunteer and founder and executive director right there and all the good things you're doing. Mark, congratulations on all your success, and I know you're going to get a lot more opportunity to help other kids, and congratulations on that, too. Good job. Hey, thank you, Murphy. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Well, anytime you need some extra help, you reach out to Mile High Magazine here, and that's why we're here. We're all about the community, and you're doing such a great job. We'd love to help you more. Uh, thanks for helping us here in Mile High Magazine today. You're helping me, too. Okay, thank you. And we'll definitely back out to you. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Mark. And thank you guys for listening. It is Mile High Magazine. Now, don't go away. Another great guest is coming up next.